0: all right everybody welcome back to the millennial sales podcast this is episode 242 It's is the show where young salespeople learn how to grow through their career uh get the next promotion increase their skill make more money find more fulfillment whatever you're on the path to do uh welcome to the show or welcome back to the show uh, excited for today's episode before we get to the content let's do a quick shout out to our sponsor uh, postal.io is sponsoring this podcast. Um, Postal is the most curated way to send gifts to customers, partners, prospects, right? Instead of a mass blast or just a random um, gift card or something, you can do very curated experiences or gifts for them, uh, like a florist uh, in the local street corner, the local brewery, things like that, that really help to break uh, down kind of the fourth wall between you and a prospect or customer, especially in the digital world where you're not going out to dinner and things like that. It's a great tool. I personally use it. And uh, I think you'll get a lot of value out of it. So you can go and check them out at postal.io. Otherwise, you can find more about me. Uh, I'm Tommy Tahoe on Twitter and Instagram, Tom Alamo on LinkedIn. um, And you can obviously subscribe or review this show on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, whatever. Uh, Thanks for tuning in let's get to it. Um, talking to Sean Pillow today. Uh, Sean, I've gotten to know Sean throughout this year. Super smart guy. He is the Director of Sales Enablement at Granicus. Um, and what I, the reason I brought Sean on, what I really appreciate about him is that he is just a student of the game, as I would call it, right? Uh, loves learning about psychology of human behavior he loves talking about sales process and the mindset and you know why things happen a certain way and, and always trying to get better at his craft so uh, we talk about a lot of different topics uh, really mostly about uh, what, what um, he's deeming the forgetting curve Um, you know, the impermanence of memory, unwinding bad habits, um, and a lot more things um, around resources and books and podcasts and things to check out as salespeople. So if you're looking to uh, get better at your craft, this episode's for you. Uh, So let's get straight into it with Sean Pillow. Let's go. All right, Sean Pillow, welcome to the Millennial Sales Podcast, man. How's it going?
1: Hey Tom, thanks for having me. It's uh it's really great to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh first and foremost, before we get to sales business, I see you, I know you're a Duke grad. Some heartbreaking news coming from coach K a week or two ago. I couldn't let that slide. How's that sitting with you?
1: Yeah. Um well, you know, pleased he's leaving on his terms. Uh pleased it's going to somebody who's been sitting there on the bench with him for for close to a decade. Pleased that the new coach, uh, graduated the same year that I did. Uh, so that's a little strange that somebody who graduated from <laughs> the head coach of our university, but, uh, very cool. I was very fortunate to, uh, to take some classes with Mr. Shire, uh, Oh, really? while I was there. Yeah. Yeah, actually. So
0: that's funny. That's yeah. funny. That's a young, that's a young head coach.
1: It's an extremely young head coach at one of the, what, five most recognizable programs in the country. It's, it's quite a responsibility, but. Um, you know, he, he must've learned a lot and certainly he's had the opportunity to learn a lot, uh, during that time. So
0: I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, well, I'm excited to, uh, to have you on the pod, man. Um, I heard you, uh, talking on the sales engagement podcast, you know, we've gotten to know each other, uh, over the last few months as well. And you're, uh, you're a student of a lot of things, but a student of, you know, human psychology, uh, obviously of sales, Um, of, you know, influence, of persuasion, of how the brain works, all these different things. And so I'm excited to talk about a few concepts that I think are near and dear to your heart uh, around the way our brain works and then how that relates to uh, what you do in sales enablement, how it helps, you know, sales reps perform better.
1: Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, you know, I was very fortunate actually while at Duke University uh, to take a lot of courses in, in sociology and a lot of concepts that underpin um, marketing and the psychology of marketing. And it just got me really interested in the way that our brains work, the way we retain information, the way we retain messages in general. Um, and And now I get to put a lot of that in practice,
0: yeah. it's it's super interesting to think about um and understanding just like how the brain works and and human psychology. and uh, you know, one of the things that that I know that we were riffing on before was, what you uh, well I guess you don't deem it this, but but the academic term I think is like is the forgetting curve right where it's a a a very very small portion I think anyone that's gone to uh, regular schooling for any period of time can think about all of the classes that they've taken and all of the lectures that they sat through and the very minimal amount of information that they probably retained from all of those years and and that's the same with sales training and and any type of education you get but I'd love for you to Tell me a little bit, educate me a little bit about the forgetting curve.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's a concept you can read uh, about the gentleman who who kind of produced this information, uh, Herman Ebbinghaus, And um, the idea is that when you're exposed to a piece of information, barring any intervention, whether that's uh, being asked to write it down or that's being asked uh, to recall it, you forget a substantial amount of that information within about an hour. And as time progresses, um, the the slope of that curve changes a little bit, but the end result is that within 20 to 30 days, if you haven't put something into practice, you're more likely than not to have forgotten it. Um, There's a great stat a few years ago from the Harvard Business Review that said when you're taught a professional skill, If you don't get an opportunity to put it into practice within about a week there's a 95 percent chance that that you'll forget that skill um so you know the idea is a single exposure of information just doesn't last very long
0: yeah yeah well i think i could definitely relate to that um just from if you think about a sales training right like someone comes in and they give you like a half day lecture or a full day lecture and I've had the experience where, where I go to a conference and I'm fired up, I'm ready to run through a wall, and then two weeks later, my boss is like, "Hey, have you been working on that thing that you know John Barros or whoever taught taught us?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't even remember what he said." You know, I've i already moved on to my deals or my prospecting or whatever it is that I'm working on, and um, you know those things can just like shoot through your brain. It's so hard with all the information that we get to like actually retain really any of it.
1: Yeah you know in advertising they have this this rule of 7 right the idea being to break through the noise but it's not just breaking through the noise and achieving a volume of ex- of exposure it's becoming the first thing that somebody thinks about you know you want them to think tide when they think laundry detergent or um, yeah. you know the the similar thing and and now we see some of that data right in sales engagement as well where it takes you know 8 10 15 touches to actually get somebody to, to take a meeting, right? And it, part of it's the same idea. You just haven't achieved that, uh, that resonance. Um, in, in memory, they call it memory consolidation, uh, where something moves from that short-term memory that you use to you know, remember an address where you're, you're tabbing from the location of the restaurant to Apple Maps to put it in your phone. Uh, and then the more often you do that, it moves into memory consolidation. And that's where that repetition becomes really important.
0: Is there, a, is there a tipping point for how often you need to do that? Or I know that brands have like the rule of seven, like you mentioned, but how often you need to do it or how closely after you learn something that you should uh, you know, revisit it or write it down? Or, or what's like kind of the science behind that?
1: Yeah. Uh, if you want to learn something, right? So you've been taught a concept, right? And there's two different sides of that coin you've been taught a concept, and you actually really want to learn it, you want to write it down, and you want to recall it really quickly, Um, the more closely to the event you can do so, the better. Um, That's why seminar learning taught via the Socratic method tends to be more effective than lecture, but um, within 24 hours is is ideal, right? So from a training perspective, asking somebody to demonstrate that they understand the concept within a day or so of having been taught the concept is really important. And then repeatedly exposing them to the same concept over time becomes important.
0: I find that even just writing something down and uh, like if I'm on a call with someone and you know, like I use gong to take notes sometimes. And there's other tools like dually and that like part of sales tools that you can kind of take notes on the fly. But i also like i don't go anywhere without this notebook like if there's something important that i need to remember to follow up on like i need to write it down and and oftentimes i I find that it's the the typing it's like the listening then the typing and then the writing it's like that 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 trifecta that then sticks in my mind and like kind of reminds me how important it is and if i don't do that particular thing i'll just remember it while i'm like washing dishes after dinner or some random time in the evening and, um, you know, I, I tend to remember it a lot better when I actually do write it down.
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely the case. I think part of the thing too, is you know, hand, generally most people, your handwriting is slower than, than typing. And so in your head, you're not just writing down the note. You're also trying to condense it to action items or core principles, and you're distilling it into something that will much more easily stick. In your memory as a as a concept, rather than just you know uh, a string of things that were said or just a, a quick to do, trying to distill the concept and get to the the root behind it is really helpful. Um, I'm a big fan of of actually taking my notes on graph paper because it makes makes it easier for me to then go back and try to connect connect the dots between different notes that I've taken and build out a theme and and that theme becomes easier to remember than all the little items that
0: underpin it. Mm, Interesting. And you were, we were talking the other day about like some of your favorite books, some of the books that are on your nightstand, so to speak right now. And I'm curious as a fellow avid reader, it's another area where, um, you know, you, you could take down all these books and sometimes people brag about, Oh, you know, I read 50 books a year or this or that. Um, but it is really all about how much you retain, um, and like how you, use that, the lessons in those books, especially like a nonfiction book, uh, or self-help development book, like how you actually use that in the wild. So I'm curious, like, um, do you do anything? Like, do you, are you a note taker? Are you a highlighter? Do you have like, I know some people like transfer notes to index cards. Like, do you do anything like that?
1: Yeah. So I'm a big fan of highlighting things in my, in my Kindle. Uh, and then when I read hard copy books, because yes, I still. Uh, I read hard copy books. Uh, actually, one of the things I really enjoy doing is going and getting a book from a secondhand bookstore. And I love when I get one that's marked up because I get to compare and contrast the things that I'm taking away from it with the last person who read that book uh, Interesting. is, is taking away from it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I'll screenshot passages that I really like on my phone or write them down on my iPad. Like, I try, I try to, like, immediately capture things that, that really stick with me. And, and sometimes one of my favorite things to do is grab a passage from a book uh, and send it to a friend and share it with somebody else. Because then then we start a conversation about a concept. And now that's getting really sticky, right? Because I'm back and forth with somebody else about something that I took away from a book. Um, you know the the quicker you can take an insight and turn it into an action, the more likely you are to retain that insight, right? Same thing with the behavior.
0: Yeah, and that's that's a cool concept because that person could agree with you or agree with whatever was written and you're kind of riffing on that or they could starkly disagree, right? And then you're, now you're all of a sudden like having to defend that idea and you know uh, see if it really does make sense and see if you really do agree with it or align with it. I, I love that idea.
1: Yeah, it becomes um, it becomes almost like what you and I are doing here today, except it's you know happening over iMessage or or Slack or you know what have you.
0: So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I and, that. and and I think like this these are all topics around like okay how do we how do we get better you know like how do we develop ourselves personally uh, as salespeople and just as people like be smarter be more well-rounded, but on the flip side you're also like there's also a factor of like trying to do some damage control, because we all learn things we want to unlearn, you know, uh, whether we're talking about things in school or things that you were, you know, brought up to believe growing up, uh, depending on how deep you want to get in there, or even just like bad habits that you pick up as a salesperson, uh, being lazy, or not following up or just not being thoughtful or whatever it might be. Um, So. How does how does some of this play in? Let's let's say that it is deeply ingrained in your muscle memory, this habit. How does some of these topics relate to that?
1: Yeah. So one of the things that I find really interesting is that our memories about certain things can be incredible, right? You probably have vivid memories of things that happened to you in childhood, you know, both probably both good and bad, right? Um, but one of the things that's really interesting about memory is that sometimes if we can remember seventy five percent, our brain might just fill in the remainder with a detail that's incorrect. and it becomes really hard to unwind an incorrect detail from our memory, right? Uh, you know a lot of people who you, you hear somebody referred to as being a pathological liar. And what's happened is maybe the first time it wasn't intentional, and their brain filled in the missing details and then over time they keep repeating the the, the same story. It's a really famous story of a, of a news anchor doing exactly that and, and ultimately being confronted and, and that gets unwound. And that contributes to a bad habit, right? You mentioned a bad habit is really hard to, to unwind, uh, which is really what has to happen. You can't just learn a good habit from a bad habit. You have to break down the bad one first before you can even start building on the good habit. Um, that's part of the reason why learning something, something the correct way the first time is so critical.
0: Totally. Um what would you like do you have advice for let's just say if we stick to a sales context. Let's just say um okay, here's a pretty common one that I feel like comes up. Uh a lot of people are trying to transition from saying hey guys to hey folks or hey y'all or how's everyone doing or whatever, something that's a little bit more neutral. Let's say that you're in the habit of saying, Hey guys, and you want to break that habit. Like I'm putting you on the spot, but do you have any, any tips for someone that might change that like kind of tone of voice?
1: Yeah, it, it's one of the tips I would give to everyone, regardless of context, especially spoken word, which is slow down, right? Take a pause to really be intentional about the things that you say Um, there's a there's a great saying um, again from a book that i've read um, about the boys in the boat uh, 1936 u.s olympic rowing team uh, which is that slow is smooth and smooth is fast so if you just be intentional about the things that you do and make sure that you're you're doing the thing that you have an intention to doing rather than falling back into a habit and doing a thing that comes automatically
0: Mm, I love that quote. I've heard some Navy SEALs say that as well, and it's always stuck out to me.
1: Yep, I've worked for one who said that. Uh, yeah, there's there's a final part of that, but but yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> um, so maybe to wrap wrap this up, like in the last you know five or so minutes that we've got your day to day. You don't get paid to, uh, I guess, read books about the psychology, right? A lot of what you're doing is taking this and putting it into a sales context. So uh, I'm curious, like when you're working with the, with salespeople, how you help to help them to apply these concepts for their sales career and whether that's maybe first year reps, BDRs, or uh, I don't know if it's, it's also more seasoned reps that maybe have been doing it for years and years. uh, But I'd love to hear that.
1: Well, first, uh, all of the above, um, probably, um, yeah, probably, you know, growing diversity over the last three and a half years. Um, I'd argue that I do somewhat get paid to read books about psychology and understand how our brains work. But you're right, from an enablement perspective, um, designing with, with intent for the subject matter is really important. And I think all of my fellow practitioners over the last year would agree that a lot of the things that we thought we were doing were effective because there was either informal or unplanned reinforcement activities that were just you hearing your colleagues a desk over repeating new messaging and making it your own or uh, just knowledge checks that were happening on a sales floor uh, and informally that became really difficult to replicate Um, when we, when we transition to, to virtual or, or hybrid, uh, learning and training. And so one of the ways to do that is build in repetition exercises, either through assignments. Um, I love that zoom lets you do breakout rooms for things like group Mm -hmm. exercises. So you can like do a concept socialization, especially within a longer session. I think that's really important. Uh, and then also, so thinking about that that narrative as well, that every time, you know, if you're trying to convey a large concept, breaking it into uh, narrative parts and then forcing some active recall between transitions, even within the context of a 30 to 45 minute meeting, that becomes really, really important um, because you, bu- you build in and you force that rep- repetition, force that active recall.
0: Mm. and we're big readers we're big podcast fans we're big blog readers on this podcast any resources around this topic that you think that you know early early sales in their career might find helpful whether it's books whether it's a podcast anything else that uh has really stood out to you
1: yeah i think one of the things that i've observed is that and uh our our mutual friend, Mark, uh, fantastic LinkedIn shout out to Mark. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's, he's doing a great job at teaching people about how to to talk to and interact with executives, right? I think it's one of the hardest skills to learn over time, right. Um, So one of my favorite things, one of the things I tell all of our new sellers, and a lot of our new SDRs, is if you want to start thinking about the, the models of business that, that your customers and your prospects reflect, um, go read this Stratechery blog uh, by Ben Thompson. Um, he's got a free weekly article uh, and then he's got a daily update as, as well. Uh, and I've been reading it for a long time, um, became a paid subscriber a couple of years ago, and it taught me to think so much more strategically uh, about business and to, to think more like an executive. Uh, and I think that's a it's a really important thing. And talk about space recall. He's constantly referring back to other concepts, and it it builds and builds and builds uh, on knowledge over time. And I think that one's um, really fantastic.
0: That's great. And you know what? I want to recall something I said earlier. <laughs> you do get paid to uh, <laughs> to read these types of things. And you know what? We all do. and and you you um, You illuminated the point there when you're saying, Hey, I was reading the blog. It's helped me to, you know, kind of see things through a different lens, think more strategically, helped with, you know, just your overall business knowledge and acumen. And as a salesperson, if you're not upping your game of your psychology, your mindset, your skills, your business acumen, so on and so forth, then you know, you're not really in the game and you, you've got to be doing that type of stuff, the the blogs and the books and everything to stay sharp and to grow your skill set. That's going to make you better during the nine to five when you have sales calls. So I rescind what I said five minutes ago. Yeah,
1: yeah I would say anything that gets your brain thinking about a concept and turning it over, you know, kind of turning that cube in your mind, you're going to end up applying it to the things you do on a daily basis. I was on vacation last year and i read the winning machine about the golden state warriors and i came back to work and i had two ideas that i was like immediately wanting to to put into practice um if you had told me i was going to read a book about the front office of a basketball team and come up with a sales enablement idea out of it i would have (laughs) thought that you were crazy but it's it's absolutely what happens right
0: Um, yeah another thing that mark and i talked on the podcast a couple weeks ago about just taking ideas from wherever you're thinking wherever you're consuming content and and being able to relate it to what you do on a day to day. Um, You you, anything can give you a creative idea if you're thinking in the right frame of mind.
1: Yeah, that's right. Inspiration can come from anywhere.
0: Absolutely. Um, All right, Sean, last last question for you. I know you're down in LA. Uh, You just mentioned basketball uh clippers just had game one i don't know if you're a clippers guy if you're a lakers guy if you don't give you don't care about basketball do you have any any hot takes on uh on what's going on down there in the city
1: (laughs) i've been a lifelong lakers fan um actually uh shortly after i was born lakers won the uh won a world championship um you know, I think the Suns are going to. Uh, I think the Suns are going to come out of the West. That's what I think. Um, but uh, I'm I'm watching this Clippers series uh, with with some interest. A couple of a couple of Duke guys on that roster too. I think Luke Kennard uh, had a great night last night. So we'll see. I don't know. It, it'll be fun.
0: Duke and uh, the Lakers, man. The you're Clippers, blessed with the basketball. The
1: Clippers will never overshadow the Lakers in Los Angeles. It just won't happen.
0: <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't think so either. Um, I appreciate it, Sean. Um, Last thing, any any place that you would recommend if folks have questions, uh, they want to reach out, they want to learn more about you, or, or chat with you, what's the best place for, for folks to uh, connect?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Sean Pillow. Um, I've also uh, I'm also at seanpillow.com. You can get in touch with me there as well. And uh, I'm active in a lot of different Slack workspaces, uh, including the Sales Enablement Collective. So uh, feel free to shoot me a out there if you happen to listen to this.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on, Sean.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Tom.
0: What's up, everybody? Thanks for checking out that podcast. Uh, Happy July to you. Uh, Would love if you took 22 seconds and hit subscribe wherever you're listening or watching this. Uh, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, your favorite podcast player. And be sure to check out some of my content on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm Tom Alamo And on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Tommy Tahoe. Have a great day. Make it legendary. Peace.